is different than Sundays. So come on out, see what is going on at Celebration, the work that God is doing right here in the midst of the city of Coco. Family Enrichment Nights, Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. at Celebration Tabernacle Church. We're located at 1010 Dixon, Dixon Boulevard, Boulevard, Coco, Florida, Amen. 32922. Come on out. This month, we have been talking about grace. We have the grace of Jesus Christ to make our day count. You this morning have the grace of Jesus Christ to make your Your day day count. count. And in John chapter 1, verse 16, the Amplified Version tells us that grace upon grace has already been delivered unto all. And that spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. So enjoy your day. Make a quality decision on today to tap into everything that God has for you in this day. Amen, amen, amen. Welcome back to Make Your Day Count. And we are making our day count. Yes. One day at a time. time. <laughs> We're making One day at a time, time. Make it all day count. And we said on this radio show, why it's so important to make all day count? Because life is, is short. short. Death is, is short. short. There's a heaven again and uh, a hell to, to shun. shun. So we need to make our day count. count. And they go by so fast. So oh, make yeah. it count. Make it count. Somebody going to make their day count today. <laughs> Well, welcome, Terry, back on this beautiful Tuesday morning. We want to welcome you back here on our show, Make Your Day Count. And we know we have lots of listeners this morning who are listening, tune in to Make Their Day Count. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I am a transplanted Floridian, yeah. originally from western Pennsylvania, um, grew up in New Jersey, and uh, left home and went into the military. Um, after I got out of the military, I started working as a defense contractor, and I've been doing that since 1984, actually. So what's a a defense contractor for some of our children that are home from school that might be listening on this morning who are researching careers? What does a defense contractor do? We support the warfighter. We provide products and services to our warfighter to help keep our country safe. safe. And what kind of qualifications would somebody need to have that? Well, you know, when you go into industry, it requires, it's a lot of different qualifications. Come on. We have engineers and scientists and lawyers and real estate people and Mm -hmm. business people. It all depends on what product and service that we provide. We have engineers and we have people who work in the medical field. It's, It's very, very... Uh, diverse industry to be able to work in. So I'm just going to say that um, going in the military was the seed that has been feeding me over and over and over again um, since I got out back in the 80s. I can't believe mm. I said that on the air. 1984, yeah. I got out the military. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Telling us your age. <laughs> you know what? I tell people all the time, I have no problem in telling you how old I am. Never ask me how much I weigh. <laughs> you know, age is just a number, so that's Absolutely. cool. It yes. doesn't mean anything. It's just a number. You know, I remember sharing with, uh, we have a lot of millennials and young people in the workforce, 
And at this point in time, you have the ability to have five generations Mm -hmm. in the workforce. And I was sharing with some of our um, younger people. I said, I remember when I was in my 20s and I thought that being in your 60s was old as dirt. Now I consider it lightly dusty. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Lightly dusty. Dusty. (laughs) So, Terry, tell me, uh, tell us a little bit about your faith in the workplace, in the marketplace, being a Christian. And uh, you, you, you have to exhibit your faith because the Bible says we are light and salt in the world, which means we are light and salt in the marketplace. Well, you know, I feel as though I am blessed to work for an employer who wants us to bring our whole selves to work. He wants you to be your authentic self in the workplace. And we have a lot of people in our workplace who are believers. Yeah. We have um, uh, groups of people who are believers um, that meet regularly at work. So I don't feel as though, for me personally, that being in industry inhibits my faith in any way or inhibits my ability to talk about who I am as a child of God. I, I, some people don't have that freedom and that luxury in the environments that, that they work in. But, you know, uh, where I work at, we have that freedom in that because they embrace everyone. They say, come as you are. We accept you. We want you to be your authentic self to work. So whenever you come to work and you're your 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 authentic self, then it allows you to be a better performer. It allows you to be able to be more effective and efficient when in what you're doing when you're not fighting against your belief to make yourself fit in where you're employed at. So, you know, I find that to be a blessing and I find that to be an opportunity of grace. Amen. Amen. And and that's what it is that you are who you are. We don't have to go around with the Bible and beat up anyone. We just got to be the Bible. <laughs> you know, I say, you don't have to pull the scripture out and, and try to Bible beat anyone. Just be the Bible. It's really just be who, be what it says. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's really interesting. <laughs> I, I talked to, you know, uh, some of the, the women that I work with. And I address them as queens and princesses. And so, you know, they know that's just like a term of endearment for me. So one day a person came up to me and they says, why do you say that? I said, because in the word it says that we are royal priesthood. We're a peculiar people. We're a chosen generation. I said, so to me, that's a way of encouraging people to walk in who they are. Yes. Walk in the word. Yes. You know, the Bible says... We are light mm-hmm. yes. of the world. You're light at your workplace. When you go, you light it up. Your life light it up. Now, what, you know, just by your life, your presence, just light up your area. Mm-hmm. That's what I try to do every day. When I go into a room, my presence is in there, and I'm just who I am. I'm my authentic self. Mm-hmm. Take me just as I am. <laughs> That's it. I don't try to pretend. And absolutely, and every day that you come in with a contact yeah. contact with different people, you have an opportunity to share yeah. who and you are. are. And then people see that, and they're going through something, 
David, pull you aside. They will mm-hmm. be comfortable to be able to come and to talk to you, you. and to talk with you. Amen. And to share things with you. And it gives you the opportunity to pull that thread a little bit further. Right. You know, they may come and ask you about your your faith and mm-hmm. what you believe and the things that you've been through. So it gives you the opportunity to build that relationship and to pull it a little further. And, and oh, we need to be a light right now mm-hmm. in this present environment. What is going on with this virus? <laughs> <laughs> we need to be a light. The church needs to stand out right mm-hmm. now because people need some hope here. Mm-hmm. People need some hope. And their faith need to grow. Their faith in Jesus Christ. Their hope is in Jesus Christ. That this too shall what? Pass. Pass. But in the word, it also tells us, like we talked a little bit about yesterday, that people perish for lack of, of knowledge. knowledge. Yes. And so you got to have that knowledge to be able to overcome fear. Yes. Fear is because you have no knowledge. Right. So if someone says, do this, this, and this, they give you the knowledge to mm-hmm. help you overcome something. Then you have the opportunity to take that and embrace it, mm-hmm. or you can reject it and go a different path. So if someone tells me, in order to help you to remain safe, yes, then I need you to make sure you wash your hands thoroughly yes. and clean your hands and not put your hands in your face and be cognizant of the people that you are around and, and those type of common sense things that I could tell you to do to help protect you and your family, if I embrace those things, then I expect the benefit from those yes. things. If I ignore and reject those things, then I expect the consequences of that. So it's a matter of how we gather knowledge, how we internalize knowledge, and how we walk in the information that we receive. Because uh, Jesus says, I am the way, mm-hmm. I am the truth. truth. Mm-hmm. So we had to walk in truth, yes. and that is truth. Washing your hands is sanitation. It's truth. But we people can... are struggling over hand sanitizer. <laughs> I'm like, give everybody a bar of soap. Yeah. Give them soap. Wash your hands. And wash your hands. Oh, hand sanitizer is just another short way. And I was Temporary thinking, fix. Yes. That's all. And it's it's kind of easy. Because you don't have to get to uh, 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 water, fa- uh, water facet or things. So you just have the hand sanitizer. So don't go struggle this morning if you don't have hand sanitizer. You have soap, and soap is even better than hand sanitizer. It's stronger, and it kills bacteria. Because what are you washing your hands for? You're killing what? Bacteria. Absolutely. That, that's all you try to do. Absolutely. So I love that. My people perish for, for lack, lack of, of knowledge. Knowledge. Mm-hmm. Lack of knowledge. So when we gain the knowledge, and knowledge is in the word of God. That's why I embrace my faith, because my faith embraced truth. Mm-hmm. And, and through faith, <laughs> we must suffocate fear. Yeah. We have to cut off the assignment of fear. If we look in Revelations chapter 12, Starting at verse 10, it says, Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. So there's an accuser 
in the world. There's a spirit of fear. There's a spirit of terrorism that's also being released. But we have salvation. We have strength. We have the kingdom of our God. We have the power of his Christ. So we must remember these things. In verse 11, it says, and they overcame him, that's the enemy, the deceitful one, by the blood Blood of of the the lamb lamb. and by the word of their testimony. testimony. And they did not love their lives to to the death. Verse 12, therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. So as the enemy knows his time is getting shorter, he's going to continue to release a spirit of terrorism. So we must know how to overcome fear. We must suffocate fear in this season and continually confess the word of God, believing that the word of God is true and it is true unto us. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. You're listening to WMIE. Coco, Merritt Island, Melbourne, Titusville and the Beaches, 91.5 FM, as well as W272BA, Coco Beach, Vieira, FM 102.3. Is it true? This is Morning Breath, your drive time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts... Now, Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the program on this beautiful morning or afternoon. It's March 17th, Tuesday. This is Pastor Dan Stahlbaum from East Coast Christian Center. I know this has been an incredibly difficult season for everybody. Uh, Never, uh, at least in my lifetime, faced anything quite like this uh, pandemic that's going on, sweeping the the world that we live in with COVID-19 coronavirus. And uh, I just want to encourage you. This is a season to love on uh, one another, to encourage one another. Jesus is the only answer, and it's an opportunity to point people in the right direction, to point them to hope. And you might be out there and uh, dealing with all sorts of things yourself, uh, but just don't think about yourself. I know many of you aren't, but just a little reminder to say, hey, what about your neighbor? What about that person uh, that, uh, you know, is in your life, your friend, or whatever the case may be, uh, 